Amen. Micah said, yeah. Old seasoned veteran. I told him, especially I can appreciate with my mother-in-law here, all seasoning's not the same, though. <laughs> yes. You know, some things get seasoned a little differently. They can come out differently. If I'm preparing that pot roast, you know, you might not engage, but my mother-in-law throws down that oxtail. It's a little different season. So, hopefully... Hopefully these season, of, uh, you know, will, will be appropriate. But speaking of seasoning, there's a lot of talk about goats in popular culture, especially in sports. Who's the greatest of all time? And I, in this communion, want to talk about a tale of two goats. And no, no, not LeBron and Michael Jordan. Okay, Nate, so that's it for later. That's not what we're talking about today. Tale of two goats. God's holiness is immutable and it demands a response, either reverence or destruction. A, it talks about in Leviticus chapter 10, uh, when, Aaron, when God was setting up the, the means and the, and the structure of worship, that two of Aaron's sons got ahead of themselves and entered the Lord's presence uh, in order to make sacrifice, but they did not have permission and did not do it in the way that God was prescribing. And fire came from heaven and consumed them and raged against them and put the children of Israel uh, in a panic and great fear to say, who can who can be in God's presence if this is if this is the result of a misstep? Their death made clear that God's holiness was not to be taken lightly. In Leviticus chapter 16, I'd like to read verse 6 through 10. As Aaron was responding and trying to make restoration for uh, the sin of his son. It starts in verse 6. And I'm reading from God's word translation. Aaron must sacrifice the bull as his own offering for sin. By doing this, he will make peace with the Lord for himself and his family. He must take two male goats and bring them into the Lord's presence at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then Aaron must throw lots for the two goats. One lot will be for the Lord and the other for Azazel. Aaron must sacrifice the goat chosen by lot for the Lord as an offering for sin. But he must bring the goat chosen by lot for Azazel into the Lord's presence. He will release it into the desert to Azazel in order to make peace with the Lord for himself and his family. And most of your translations won't find that because when I was rereading the scripture recently, a couple months ago, it sounds like, who's Azazel? <laughs> what is this? And for, for in that search in, in, in Hebrew lore, essentially Azazel is a fallen angel and he's the personification of uncleanness. He's a demon, a demon. Lord. And in making this sacrifice to the two goats, God said, one will go to me and one will be left to Azazel, to the demon. Both goats are brought into the presence of the Lord and both died. One was sacrificed to the glory of God. The other was left to Azazel. The goat that was led to Azazel generally was led off into the desert to be plunged off a cliff or to be ravaged by beasts. Ultimately, in my mind, I reframed it in a study I took from it. The other goat was just left to the whim of demons. To be, just to be consumed by nature. Whatever happened, happened. It will just ultimately we knew it was going to be destroyed. Similarly, coming New Testament, entering Jesus's holiness demanded a response, either belief 
or rebellion. And this was highlighted after the resurrection of Lazarus. The Jews were forced to make a choice, specifically their leaders. Believe in Jesus and follow him or find out how to put it into his work and his influence. And in John chapter 11, verse 47 through 52, Caiaphas, the high priest, was used by the spirit to make clear what God intended. Starting in verse 49 of John 11, one of them, Caiaphas, who was chief priest that year, told them, you people do not know anything. You haven't considered this. It is better for one man to die for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed. Caiaphas didn't say this on his own. As chief priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation. He prophesied that Jesus wouldn't die merely for this nation, but that Jesus would die to bring God's scattered children together and make them one. Our scapegoat. Through Jesus, we get a choice. Surrender to God, giving ourselves and giving ourselves to God as willing sacrifices, allowing Christ Jesus to bear our destruction for the sin that we commit. Or reject God's call, his call to obedience, thereby choosing to retain the punishment earned by our own sin. And we subject ourselves then to the will and the whim of demonic forces. Unlike Christ and unlike those goats that Aaron used, I am not innocent. Yet through Christ, I gain privileged access to God. I am brought into completion as part of God's family. That sacrifice, that wholeness, that mended Aaron's family, that mended God's family, I'm invited into through Christ. However, even in my daily life, when I make decisions to reject Christ, I subject myself to the whim of demons. I put my without Christ overall covering. We are fully vulnerable. But even in our daily lives, we must be astute because we can still fall whim to dynamic forces to be ravaged by the beast of sin or to fall into a pit of demonic loathing and despair. I implore you, as I am encouraged every time I read the scripture in Romans 12, verse one and two, and I'll end here. Brothers and sisters, in view of all we have just shared about God's compassion, I encourage you to offer your bodies as living sacrifices dedicated to God and pleasing to him. This kind of worship is appropriate for you. Don't become like the people of this world. Instead, change the way you think. Then you will always be able to determine what God really wants, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Let's pray. Almighty and eternal God, we are grateful for Jesus, for his sacrifice that though perfect, he was willing to take on all of our sin. All of the world's sin stand in the face of, of, of demonic forces that were goading him and 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 just antagonizing him to turn against you. But he remained resolute in his sacrifice, his sacrificial heart to you and submission to you. He sought to do your will, to bring us into your family, a family he already was a part of. Thank you for his generous and thoughtless uh, the thoughtful gift, thinking nothing of himself. Father, help us to remember each day to make choices to sacrifice ourselves willing to, willing, willingly to you. 
Father, protect us from decisions and hearts and division that would lead us to the whim of the demonic forces that rule this world. We pray for your grace, your mercy, and we are most thankful for your love. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.